Video Game Pulse. Episode 308. I am Millennium X17. And I'm Doc Atakito. And we have a dad. <laughs> we have supervision, but the supervision needs supervision tonight. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't bode well. Uh, we have a, a sleepy dragon. A very sleepy dragon tonight. But he found, maybe that's why she was found. Maybe. So how are you, Cass? <laughs> dad. <laughs> okay, we have dad. a deadified dragon. Good mm. to know. <laughs> yes, how are you? Pretty good. Surviving. Mm, how are you doing? Uh, again, surviving. Yeah. Uh, not much going on. It's the middle of the summer, so uh, yeah, there's nothing Ugh. really new going Screw on. Screw the summer. <laughs> Other than maybe heat and humidity. Though to be fair, it's not that humid right now. Yeah, today's been nice. Today we already had the AC off and the window it, open. It's gonna get to ninety nine percent humidity on Saturday morning for me. Uh, you have fun with that. Yeah, Definitely. I looked at the weather. It's going to rain tomorrow in the afternoon and evening, and then the humidity is gonna go up and up until about eight in the morning. Nice. Awesome. It'll go up from ten p.m. Friday to eight a.m. Saturday. That sounds vile. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what the forecast shows for us. The I uh, yeah. I don't know if there's much else other than the fact that we did not have a show last week uh, when we were quote-unquote supposed to. It's been three weeks since our last show. Yeah. Uh, the reason being is that there was not much news, and we didn't really have anything uh, prepared in the way of a review. And then a week later this week, we have not much news and still no real review prepared. <laughs> so, yeah. wonderful. I have an excuse. You don't. <laughs> I know. We'll get there when we get there. Um. Yeah, I don't believe there's much else. Who has side notes? Uh, I have a pretty big one if you want to get this out. The All way. right, go for it. Uh, so, yeah, a couple of days ago, uh, this past Friday, I believe, I got an email with a uh, an invite to what was called a group interview for a company, which I wasn't sure what that meant. Apparently, what it was was three people were supposed to show up to the interview, and only two did. And uh, the interview was for the following morning on that Saturday morning. And... Uh, yeah, I've actually got a job now. Awesome. It's still in the process. Like I had to fill out a whole bunch of paperwork the other day and, you know, do all this nine yards. But, uh, yeah, I started on the 31st. 
Okay, so this is you getting a job so that you can get experience so that you can get a job? Is that how um, this goes? This is me getting a job because the woman told me she pitied me because of my situation, and <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> that um, is better than them saying you've not got enough experience, go away. She literally said to me, I feel bad for you, and I literally said to her, that's fine, I'll take it. <laughs> nice. So yeah, yeah. You- you're going to have to explain to her that you've got English people visiting in September, though. Yeah, I still don't know well, what I, the, my weekly schedule is. Yeah, you don't have yet. a schedule yet. It's going to be part-time. It's going to be part-time. And, it's going to be five hours a day, but I don't know how many days And here's week. the fun part. I don't think that you're getting out of work on those days anyways, even when Kaz is here and, and Pat. Yeah, she might not have holidays with her being an Uber. Yeah. New and also part-time. I don't yeah. think it's going to happen. And plus, you need a job. I desperately need So one. that you can have money so that you can pay the mom tax. So that eventually, <laughs> eventually thereafter, you might be able to buy something with said money. Mm. I'd assume with um, part-time, it'll be 20 hours. Probably. That'd be my guess. 20 Which to 25. days. And we'll see. They are open seven days a week, and I know that it does kind of rotate every week. So we'll see what happens. I'll uh, still annoy you. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I, uh, for me, I don't know if how they're gonna do it or not. We'll just wait and see. We'll see what happens. We'll yeah, see what I'll happens. mention it to her. I'll see what she says. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't even think it'd be a good idea to mention. You can say that. Hey, well, we she got. She already told us if you need time off, give me two weeks advance notice. Right. Well, you can mention it. You got, you know, you friends know, I'll from. I'll mention it. I'll tell you. You know, if I can't get any time off and that's perfectly fine but yeah you know just so she knows but you now are getting a job yes are you excited oh yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun i think it's for a uh, fabric slash craft store which is right up your alley it mm. is i know also yeah. speaking of time off to the brother in the room i hope you get a weekend off i currently have two weeks off two weekends off oh. Uh, oh, you took him off. Yes. Sweet. At this point, I took another day off, and it just kind of sucks because the one day, the one, there was one reason why I wanted to take a very specific day off, and it's at the beginning of September. It's like the second Monday in September, <laughs> and it's like, well, then two weeks later, I'm off for two weekends. It's like, mm, I would have been nice to have it in August, but they're having it's a uh, Hot Rod Magazine's Drag Week is happening uh, that second week of September or something to that effect, and they're kind of having a quote unquote East Coast tour, even though it's more like Southeast. Um, but that Monday I wanted to be home so that I could watch it every day and not get behind like I usually do. Yeah. So street legal drag cars in different classes. They got to go to, they, they're starting in Atlanta and they're going to a lot of big name tracks too. It's kind of shocking they were able to land such big name tracks, but they're starting in Atlanta dragway and it's like, they got to do their best pass and then hit the road on a pre-planned route to the next track. And then run the next track, and you got to do it every day for five days, and and your the for your class and overall the your best DT averaged over all five days makes your time. And it it's fascinating. Some mm. of these street legal drag cars, like some of them, though, some of like the unlimited classes, you wouldn't think are like. So there's one guy that has a uh, Jeff Lutz has a uh, it's uh, for all intents and purposes is a pro mod car running on gasoline that the state of Pennsylvania gave him a registration to. <laughs> You you tell me I have no idea That's like some awesome. of these cars right, how yeah. how some of them are street legal is beyond comprehension. And uh, Queen anyway, it is a chain store. Yeah, these things are all over the country. Yeah, so I got I got that Monday off, and then I got like I said for Kaz's visit in September in September and October, I've got those two weekends off. Yeah. Uh, as for you Good. though, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. 
At least you don't work the same kind of hours that I do. It's true, yeah. So. You work 12-hour shifts. 12-hour shifts, three days a week. Uh, and that's only the normal shift, not mention the uh, – and uh, you know, here's the thing. I might just keep those days of vacation anyways just to uh, to be exempt from overtime. <laughs> yeah. So. You definitely need to be on, <laughs> be on that. Uh, at worst case scenario, due to this extra day of vacation I'm taking, I, I might have to cancel one of my days in December, but I'll worry about that when I worry about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for your side note, though, I don't know if there's much else. Um, no, we'll see what happens. Like, the, uh, she's been emailing me stuff to do pretty much, like, you know, every day, every other day. Like, first I had to do the thing to officially accept the offer. Then I had to fill out the forms for the background check. Then I had to fill out the forms for, like, you know, uh, setting up the taxes, setting up the, uh, you know, other legalese matters. Uh, you know, setting up my direct payments, you know, payment method, you know, input details, all that. And, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. We'll see Learning what to adult. Learning yes. to adult. Filling out a W-4. Yep. <laughs> Good job I didn't have to do that in person, otherwise I would look like an idiot, because I did not know what any of those words meant. <laughs> it's kind of hard to not know what the, to know what those are if you've never had a job before. I know. I love how you're just supposed to know these things, but yet they're not taught in school. I know, I know, I know. right? That's the one thing that annoys me so much about the public schools, that they don't teach you anything useful whatsoever. Oh, that's like over here. They used to teach home economics all this, how to cook, how to clean, yeah, how yeah. to sew. How, how to balance a checkbook. Yeah. I had that I had that course in home ec in, in school when I went to school. Uh, when I went to school, we had home ec only in middle school, only once, only in middle school, and it was the cooking and the sewing, and that was it. Yeah, see, for me, they never taught home ec. It was already out in the UK when I was in high school. I don't even know if it's still taught here, to be honest. Probably not. Probably not. Luckily for me, my mother taught me how to do my finances. Mm. Nice. All right. Uh, Kaz, do you have any side notes? Uh, yes, I bought a couple of things. There is uh, two Switch games and a certain Pro Controller added to the collection. Nice. nice. How is the Pro Controller? Wonderful. I was uh, playing Splatoon for the first time online the other night. That controller, by far, is the best controller I have ever used. I would hope so, given its price tag. <laughs> well, to be fair, the PS4 controller's not much cheaper. That's, that is true. the Xbox One. But you know, like, if you pull the stick, the uh, grips in opposite directions on a PS4 controller, it'll really creak. Yeah. That's how I test how solid a controller is. I'll do that gently. My PS4 controller creaks like hell. That Switch controller did not make a sound. Awesome. And it is really heavy. So yeah, it's a pretty damn solid piece of kit, that. That's always good. I also picked up uh, Super Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild. So I now have three games for my Switch. Awesome. Uh... You still don't have the, uh, what is it, the Mario and Rabbids? No, Kingdom I've Bell? got all the games first. Uh, that's the one I think we want to play the most. It was delightful Yeah, they've just brought a new version of it out. Yeah, it was absolutely delightful listening to Kaz playing Splatoon 2 with our friends on the other Discord server. Just because, oh my god, I legitimately have not heard her have this much fun with any game in, like, ever. It was great. Because I was in the Discord voice chat, and I was also, uh, our friend Lady was streaming the game for me so I could actually watch, and it was a lot of fun. 
I can't yeah, believe I, that was, I was the total noob, but I still managed to smack the most experienced one right in the face. It was so funny. It was like, every time I looked back at the stream, it was either Kaz uh, Splatted Lady or Lady Splatted Kaz. One or the other. They always found each other somehow. <laughs> it was great. And then there was me and Tranquil and me and Blinks' having all-out war and smacking each other. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. But yeah, I did enjoy that. Yeah. Usually I don't enjoy multiplayer games too much anymore, but that was fun. It's different when you're with a group of friends. Yeah, it does make a difference. It does make a difference. Well, the thing is, when I went on normal mode, you can still have your friends join your game. Yeah. Which I really do like about Splatoon. There's no voice chat, so there's no kids swearing at you. Mm -hmm. But your friends can join your actual experience gathering games. Yep. Yeah. So but, but you're still playing online with them. Yeah. The uh, the best time that I had multiplayer on Call of Duty was when I was with a group of friends that I yep. knew. Uh, the best, the, the most overall success that I had in Call of Duty was when that was happening. Yep. So it always helps. Yeah, I've actually been uh, gaming more on the Switch than I have on this thing lately. Probably, I'm guessing, is the PS4? Oh, no, this thing is in the laptop. Oh, alright. I've actually had so little interest in the laptop that three out of seven of the last days it has been switched off. Yeah, it has. She's just been hanging out on Discord on her tablet. Nice. I have had no interest whatsoever in booting it up. For me, it's the exact opposite. I've been playing a lot on computer and not much on PlayStation. Mm. I barely touch my PS4 and I need to just to get my PS Plus games. I would like to be playing on my PS4, but whenever the air conditioner is plugged in, my PS4 cannot be plugged in because they're on the same line and our electricity is borked. I think it so. would be fine. I honestly think it would be fine, but there's always the mom factor. Oh, yeah. Mom freaks. when like I can't even have the PS4 plugged in at the same time that the thing because she freaks out. And I'm again, I'd be willing to bet it's probably be perfectly fine. That would be my guess Because well, I honestly but... don't think the PS4 is that high draw of an of a uh, unit that would be my guess too but mom says and therefore <laughs> yes your tv probably uses more power probably yeah, but which... yeah speaking of speaking of behemoth laptop i don't think i'm gonna bring it okay because it i took this up to Arkinson recently when i was out of an appointment and it literally nearly pulled my shoulder out of joint in five minutes nice Traveling uh, long haul between two or uh, three airports actually with something that heavy is not a wise idea. Probably not. Also, not to mention expensive. Mm. Yeah, I want well, to get a lot of uh, Kensington lock on it and just put it away somewhere. Yeah, but uh, you, you know, just get a switch, cheap right? one. Mm. Hey, Kaz. Huh? You are gonna bring a switch, right? Uh, possibly. I will see. Please do. <laughs> I really well, want to you know, play a game Here's the with thing, you know, all. now that you have uh, a job that eventually, once you pay the mom tax, then you might be able to save up for a Switch. I know, that is the goal. That's going to be goal number one. It's just straight out the what gate. What about uh, <laughs> driving lessons? Is that... Uh, That's in there somewhere. <laughs> in there somewhere. I'll figure it out. <laughs> I got to work around that. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm thinking about you know, just getting a browsing laptop to bring with me. It's a lot lighter. Yeah. Because nice. that way I can actually use my backpack. This laptop doesn't fit in my backpack. This is what I have. For, this is what I get for having a seventeen point three inch. Yeah, 
Mm. It does not fit in my laptop backpack, which is padded. Oh, yeah, I'll figure it out. Definitely. Though, to be certain, uh, the other thing, though, is that the uh, your visit is coming up pretty quick. It is, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be so good. And my health has been terrible, so I've really got to get that sorted before I come over. Yeah, please do. One might call that a priority. <laughs> yeah, your sister's seen how bad I've been lately. Yeah? Yep. What do I keep telling I, you? <laughs> yeah, either my back has gone or I've got a banging headache. Or one of my joints is falling out of place. Need to use more super glue and duct tape. I know, I was just going to say exactly that. <laughs> I have got some Gorilla Glue. <laughs> That'll work. That'll work. That'll do it. All right. For side notes for myself, there really isn't much going on. Um, There's some other, like, non-related family nonsense going on, though, with the property next door. Oh, I've heard about and this. We're not going to get into the details of that because there's a lot of legalese, and there's also lawyers involved at this point. Um, Ultimately, though, the, uh, the taxes on that property had to get paid, and uh, I was asked by our parents – that, you know, hey, could you get out a loan so that we could pay? And I was like, all right, yeah, that's fine. Uh, they've helped me so much. It's like, you know, oh, I, how yeah, can I yeah. say no? It's, of course. Uh, after, though, that amount, I was left with another bit of that amount left in my account, burning a <laughs> hole in my pocket. And it was like, hmm, what could I possibly do with this? And then you got attacked because you said that out loud. And then mom, dad, and me all were like, well, I know something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our father's birthday is next week. It is. And he's like, I want this model train. It's like $180. <laughs> Jeez. You can order it now. It's And furthermore, it's a small, it's an end scale. End scale. End scale. Tiny little thing. It's like a matchbox car size thing. I don't know if that's to scale, but give or take, that's like a matchbox size scale. And it's like, <laughs> the hell? That's HO right there. I don't it know if is. you have any. I don't see any end scale on this. Uh, they this, are uh, absolutely tiny. They're pretty now small. I they're not knew. as small as like Z scale, but they're pretty small. Uh, but yeah, it's like that, and then and mom's like, "Oh, we could get this," and I'm like, "Uh, that's end scale." Yeah, that's end scale. Not that anyone can see, but yes, I'm holding an end scale tanker about, car. Uh, what we could say three and a half inches. Three and a half inches long yeah. for an entire tanker car. Yeah. So what did your mom come out with? I forget what her specific thing was or what have you, and it's yeah. and I'm like, well, hold on a second, I just you know I just lent y'all thirty six hundred, <laughs> so it's like uh, mm, you know. Uh, at least I would say I would go half in on the Switch with you. So. Yeah. The, uh, what I ultimately ended up doing is I went down to uh, one of the local gun stores down the uh, Northway. Uh, and just to look. <laughs> he says. I just wanted to take a look. Just a quick look. And then next thing I know, money started leaving my wallet. And <laughs> I now have a 1911 in 10 millimeters. The Ruger SR 1911 in 10 millimeter, which is uh, a very nice handgun obscenely nice in fact uh the other thing that i would like to say though is that i've heard a lot of hubaloo about people like oh my god 10 millimeter that's so powerful that's got a lot of recoil but this thing has virtually no recoil maybe it's just the fact that it's all stainless steel and it's heavy enough that it, and the spring on it spring on this thing is pretty hefty too so it's pretty strange so that might be part of it but i don't see what all the rage is about with oh my god that's so much recoil in 10 millimeter ain't so. 10 millimeter like the standard pistol Nine millimeter is usually what people usually end up getting for pistols. You would hear yeah, nine millimeter. Uh, ten millimeter is the same caliber. It came out in the eighties, and then a lot of people complained about the recoil back then. Uh, and then Smith and Wesson decided to shorten the ten millimeter casing and use the same diameter bullet, and and that's what forty Smith and Wesson is. 
and then I have a 40, so I also was already in the process of maybe reloading 40, so I already have a box of 500 uh, 40 caliber bullets, which the box itself says 10 millimeter right on the side of the box. So I already have the bullets. I just need to get I have the right powder. And so at the same time, I was also I had that overtime madness from a, a few weeks ago during mm-hmm. a holiday week. And the paycheck from that was substantial enough that I got looking at my bank account. I was like, well, I might be able to, you know, flip this. So I got looking. I've been eyeballing one of those Dylan Precision uh, RL 550Cs. Uh, it's not quite a progressive. It's it's a semi-progressive, but it's faster than a single stage. And I was like, hmm, I might be able to swing this for just one caliber. So I, I ended up getting that as well. So uh, <laughs> I was going to say, once it have been better to pay some of the loan back? No, it's a different type of loan. You can't pay it back in advance. You have to do it over, you know, over time, which is fine. It's not that it's pretty cheap. I hope they've not slapped too much interest on it. There's no interest. Oh, that's all right, then. It's, it's through my employer, and it is off of my own 401k. So how the hell do you end up getting that back? Does it just go back on as you pay no, it off? No. Oh, the, uh, what it is is that every week out of my paycheck, they take, I think it's 32-something dollars off of my paycheck every week. And it's off for the next three years is what it's going to be. So it's not that bad. But there's no interest whatsoever. Yeah, there's no interest. That's pretty neat. Uh, I believe there's tax uh, due to the fact that it, was, it comes out of the 401k, but that's its own thing separately. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's well, the story of that. Salted out. But yeah, so uh, right now in the mail, I've got uh, 500 cases of Starline Brass incoming for 10 millimeter, and I've uh, I got the Dillons incoming as well. It's all going to be here on Saturday. Just in time for me to have to go to uh, back to work. <laughs> and Vic just posted a picture of a Derringer in the uh, in the chat, a four barrel Derringer. That's interesting. Yeah, the uh, but yeah, ten millimeter. I don't know what everyone's rage is about. Oh my god, it's so much recoil. Maybe out of like a polymer gun with a weak spring in it, it might be snappy. But uh, I don't think this this stainless nineteen eleven is. It's nice. It's really nice. Really easy. I like it. But it's okay. I don't. I. I don't think I'm going to be buying anything expensive anymore because I. I don't really have any money left now. <laughs> so, I don't believe there's anything left for side notes. Um. News. News. Okay. It is now time for some news. Yay. Uh, this is almost all Flash news, yep. and it is in no particular order, and some of it can be up to three weeks old at this point. So stop me if you want to talk about anything more specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, trademarks are, trademarks filings are pointing towards a GameCube Classic Edition. That'd be cool. It would make sense. I would, I would, I would believe it. If it has a Paper Mario Thousand Year Door on it, I want one. <laughs> Just for that alone. Yeah, and here's the fun part, though. If you have a uh, job at the time, then you might be able to uh, get it. If we can find one. We still haven't found the SNES or NES classics. Like, they are nowhere to be seen. Yeah. I think Uh, that's more of an issue than the uh, price tag is actually finding one that you can potentially buy. That is true, too. Yeah, Uh, the doodle town at the computer shop has an American one. Mm. Oh, nice. And uh, also a Famicom. 
to be fair though even though it's a trademark filing doesn't mean it's going to happen next a lot of people in the chat are saying that they've skipped the n64 yeah, classic yeah yeah i that did could notice that the 64 could still happen it could i and hope then, it does and they, be they, just because they filed for the trademark doesn't mean they're going to do it next so I know, it's, it's a thing i believe like they haven't they already out. trademarked the n64 classic yes i'm pretty sure yeah, they, they have did. Yeah, so I would imagine that is coming first before this. Mm -hmm. but And plus it would make sense for Nintendo to do it. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if there's much else to be said about that. Uh, moving on now, this is an article. I believe this is a CAS article. It is, yeah. Uh, more than half of parents let their kids play 18-plus video games. Yeah, it was a survey over in the UK that said that. It was really interesting when you look at the specifics of it. I believe it. Yep. Uh, where does it say the stats? Okay, so it said uh, 86% of respondents admitted that they don't follow age restrictions on video games, whereas 23% said that they didn't follow age restrictions on films. So that should tell you. <laughs> uh, I found that 43% of parents have seen a negative change in their child's behavior since playing games aimed at adults. And almost a quarter said that their kids now understand and use negative or offensive language since playing these games. Uh, digging into the details of the survey, 72% of respondents were mothers. All who responded were parents of children from the age of 5 to 16. We 53% boys and 47% girls. Well, to be fair, that's what do you expect kids to learn filthy language when you're letting them play Grand Theft Auto? I know, right? God. Yep. Yes, the game's think at about fault. It. Uh, it's them video games, don't you know? Yeah, it's, it's definitely... It's the devil the, spawn. It's the downfall of society right there. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I don't know much else that could be said about this. Not a lot, I don't think. Uh, Kaz, any other thoughts on this? or? Not really. Not really. Uh, the EU votes against copyright directives, sending Article 11 and 13 back to the drawing board. I'm dreading this popping back up. It, I oh, think it, it will at some point. Will, yeah. Just kind of like Sopa and Pippa over here in the States, it definitely will. Uh, the problem that I see right now when it comes to copyright on the internet is that a lot of these uh, mega corporations are lobbying these politicians for millions of dollars a year to so that they make more money and a lot of the you know smaller creators that can't lobby these politicians can't even get 30 seconds with any of these politicians much less yep. maybe they might be able to see them from a distance <laughs> uh you get no face time with them at all so they're making policy based on what the lobbyists say and of course it's going to benefit the the multi-million dollar corporations and it's yep. that is a problem that is a problem so I you know I don't know much else to say about this other than that it is a good that it was sent back. It was definitely um, voted against due to the backlash that the internet brought up. <laughs> uh, I think we all need to keep vigilant of this on all sides of the ocean for yeah. things such as these because the especially Article Eleven and Thirteen were very restrictive. They were mm -hmm. uh, the problem is the EU and the UK are trying to put restriction after restriction after restriction. Yeah. Like in the UK, they send you an angry letter for they get your ISP to send an angry letter if you're on certain websites. Yeah, the ISP can't actually do anything. Yeah, you know, like the Pirate Bay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll see how this shakes out. As of right now, it's good news. But again, like I said, you got to keep your eyes open for any of this. Mm -hmm. uh, if it's happening in your country, definitely contact your representatives. 
and see if they care. They probably don't. They probably don't. Just Here's the thing. Most just send a generic reply. And that's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. I said, I've done that before in uh, here in uh, New York State, and you get a generic reply, and it's just like, well, fuck you, too. Yep. <laughs> like I said, you can't even speak to these people, much less, you know, have them hear what you have to say. A lot of them don't care. And even some of them, I don't know how it is in uh, the EU and in the UK, but in the United States, there are certain districts that are represented uh, both at a state and at a federal level that where the representative doesn't even live in the district that they are representing. I know. Oh, that's common. Figure that one out. <laughs> yep. Figure that one out. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Microsoft is reportedly unwilling to delay Crackdown 3 any further, uh, stating that it will uh, not move the release date any further. So it is officially going to be February 22nd, 2019. Win, lose, or draw. Okay, then. So, uh, yeah. that's. I like the hard deadline. Yeah. Our games should have hard deadlines. Very. Much. How about, I don't know, uh, announce games when they're ready? I know. How many times have we had the same argument? Mm. It, it, I just I don't understand why these people uh, announce stuff so early. Then all of a sudden people are clamoring for more information. Because it's for Microsoft. Years. It's not just Microsoft. It's not just a Microsoft problem. All uh, almost all the developers uh, have this issue. Even now Bethesda with uh, Elder Scrolls Six and uh, Starbound. Oh, I could not believe that they went and did that. Oh, the Elder Scrolls 6, it's just to shut people up because people have been complaining so much for the last few months. It It won't. won't. They opened Pandora's box with that one. No, it'll increase. It'll increase tenfold now that people know. They're going to be getting questions about that and specifics for every E3. Like, this coming E3, everyone's going to be like, they're going to announce it this year. They're going to be like, no, they won't. I'm going to tell you right now, you're not seeing Elder Scrolls 6 before. I'd say if you see it before 2022, I would be stunned. Yep. If we and see it before the next console release, I will be stunned. Yes. Here's the thing, because I think they said Starbound is next, and then they said after that is uh, Elder Scrolls Six. So Elder Scrolls Six, I would imagine, is going to be healthily into uh, the, the next cycle of consoles. Starbound, I would imagine, is going to be a launch uh, item It's for... not Starbound, by the way. Which one uh, is it? Starfield. Starfield, that's it. Starfield. Uh, yeah, Starfield. St- too many star games. <laughs> oh, starbound. No. Is there a Starbound game? Yes, yes there is. is. That's why Starfield, I said it's not yeah. Starbound. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I misspoke. Starbound is a PC game that's similar to Terraria, but takes place in space. Right, okay, yeah. So Starfield. Uh, that's another problem, is that the name of it is so similar to other games, it's like, that's not going to add confusion to the mix. Uh, So yeah, the Starfield is probably going to be a launch item for the next console cycle. I would imagine that, yeah. But yeah, so as it pertains to Crackdown 3, they're not moving the daylight again, a deadline anymore. So uh, if it's it broken a... as hell, that's Microsoft's fault. Yeah. I like hard deadlines. And every I game do too. should have a hard deadline, and people shouldn't be able to keep up with this game of, oh, well, we'll just delay it repeatedly. And it's like, no, stop talking about it, get to working on it. Yeah, if, you, if you're announcing it and you still don't have a playable like if you're not in like the bug fixing phase yet it's probably too early to be talking about it yeah like it's six to eight months out is about as much lead time as i would ever give a game before you know i would announce it should never announce it till it's at least in alpha testing and furthermore 
don't work with partners that keep leaking your shit. I know, right? Yeah. If that's a problem, if you got to announce something because somebody else spilled it, maybe don't work with them. Mm. I remember when that happened with uh, Walmart Canada. Walmart oh Canada. God. That's amazing. Oh. I still love Pete Hines' response to that. Oh, that, that was, was so great. good. That, like, when I heard that, I was like, damn, <laughs> that was legit That leak. was a And legit I'm sure leak. he is thrilled about that oh, he oh. Was ripping pissed you he could tell. tell you could tell that was that was a red hot response right there <laughs> i'm like whoo okay <laughs> as a matter of fact i would put that in the top 10 best moments of e3 this year because that was just like whoo yeah i remember that that was great definitely moving on moving on uh uk piracy laws see hefty jail sentences handed to two loaded cody box distributors this is definitely a Kaz link. Yep. Yeah. And this is what I meant when I said our we're, our country's cracking down on that stuff. I mean, Kobe Box is a box with all streaming services unlocked and shit. Yeah. Okay, a pirate box for TV. Right. I think, I think we have the... Over here in the United States, There's uh, people make those uh, raspberry pies, and then they put a bunch of emulated games on them. Yeah. I think that might be similar. Uh, I don't see where the fine is... They got jailed for it, from what I remember, rather than fined. Okay, uh, one of them is uh, 20 months in prison and suspended for two years. Alongside 250, 250 hours of community service. Uh, the other one is 22 months in prison with a serious crime prevention order attached to his sentencing. Uh, this restricts him from selling products online for a total of five years, as well as notifying authorities of his online handlers. Handles. Handles. I.e. names. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Yeah. In short, it's still a load of bollocks, the sentence, but hey-ho, that's the UK for you. Yep. Ah, uh, moving on. Nintendo might be landing itself in trouble over its eShop refund policies. Uh, the uh, Norwegian Consumer Council has been at the forefront of many battles against the world's many platform holders. The NCC has taken on the likes of Valve, EA, uh, Sony, yeah, what have you, uh, yada yada. Tur- has now turned its attention towards Nintendo. Uh, dropped an initial complaint back in February calling on Nintendo to respond to avoid further legal action. At this time, a Nintendo representative offered the following statement. Uh, quote, the operation of Nintendo eShop in Europe is fully compliant with European laws relating to statutory rights of consumers. Uh, it turns out the NCC was not satisfied with Nintendo's reply and has since hand- handed the case off to law enforcement requesting they investigate and potentially take action against Nintendo of Europe. Oh, boy. You know what, what I say? Gold. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these digital places that have... It's always struck me as odd as how there's a no-refund policy on these digital places over Nintendo the last Nintendo are notorious so. for it. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I'm always that always struck me as weird, but it was always a thing, so I was like, all right, I'll just go with it, because mm-hmm. what else are you going to do? Yeah. Which is always kind of the reason why I've always uh, tended towards having physical copies. Physical copies, yep. Uh, but as uh, as these uh, online retail, you know, online distribution could becomes more uh, prevalent across all these platforms, um, more of this is going to happen. By the time they hear it, a few years, there's not going to be many left that don't have refund policies at this point. Yeah, well, that's good. They yeah, but gold. Yeah, they definitely need to. I would say it is a good thing too. Mm-hmm. Especially with some of the defective games that get brought out on digital only. Yeah. Yes. 
definitely. Uh, again, if it's a new game, my bet would be to wait three days. Yep. How many times have you heard me say that? Just a if lot. I, I know you're really excited to get this game. Wait three days. These days, I rarely pre-order anything. Same here, as a matter of fact. There's very few games that I'm going to outright pre-order that I uh, fully trust to be good. And if it's a new game with a new studio, I give them the benefit of the doubt once. And uh, they uh, either deliver or they don't. Uh, the latest one I did that for was uh, Slightly Mad Studios with uh, Project Cars. <laughs> we know how that turned out. Oh, God. That is a yeah. very The only stuff I kind of pre-order is usually Pokemon mainstream games. Yes, I will usually do that as well. Because uh, I so like getting the Steelbook editions. Mm. I'm thinking, and I believe Remedy... And maybe Rockstar are the only two developers that are really coming to mind that I would immediately buy a game from without worrying about yeah. anything. I would pre-order Spyro as well, but it releases on the day I fly. <laughs> I know. So yeah, unless it got here a day early, usually it does, but I don't want to take that risk. That is true. Yep. So we'll have to see how this uh, shakes itself out, though I would imagine Nintendo of Europe is going to court. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Satisfactory is a factory simulator game from the creators of Goat Simulator. Oh, do we have more details on mm. this? Uh, this is just a, like a, pre a promo of it on IGN, but I don't believe we actually physically talked about this on this uh, on this podcast. Mm. Uh, we found out about this shortly after E3, it is, uh, the trailer for it is on Steam. There's yet to be a date announced for it, and this looks really good. This looks like it's going to be amazing. This looks like Factorio in 3D. Yes. It looks like it's going to be freaking awesome. Yes. A, uh, a quote straight from Coffee Stain Studios is, the basic idea for uh, Satisfactory comes from our love of playing Factorio, but we wanted it to be more immersive. <laughs> There you go. What I like, though, is the fact that Factorio devs are supporting these guys. They I know, are, it's yeah. great. There is no malice between the two. No. I know. They're different enough. I mean, it's the same, similar thing where you got, you know, you build, uh, you turn, you mine up minerals and then you got to turn it into plates. And and I think in, in, in Satisfactory, you turn them into ingots. Okay. But same difference. Same difference. Same nonetheless, idea. same idea. And then you turn that into other things and it just, it, it's Pandora's box. It just spider webs into a million things. The, the thing about Satisfactory, though, that's going to get really spicy is that it's in 3D. So you're going to have conveyor belts not just going, you know, in four directions, but you also have elevation of conveyor belts going on as well. I know. How are you going to keep an eye on everything all at once? Mm, that's going to get real spicy. Oh, I cannot wait to play this. Yeah, Dev, if you haven't seen the trailer yet, watch it. It is really good. It, is, it looks fantastic, even in It is called state. Satisfactory. Uh, type in Satisfactory on... Um, e on uh, excuse me steam and it'll the trailer will come up it has factory a page. being as in you know a factory you know factorial mm. factory satisfactory the uh this looks like it it's is s-a-t-i-s-f-a-c-t-o-r-y yeah. satisfactory this looks great i know i'm so hyped for this game mm, I'm definitely also i need this. to drop you a news link on on the uh, hair okay. all right um 
But for, you know, right now there's no release date. I am really looking forward to this, though. This looks really good. Yeah, this also looks like it's going to have the same kind of thing that Factorio does where local animals won't be too happy with what you're doing and may come and say hi at certain intervals. Like other games that like we might have played. Yeah, it's going to be another early access game, but this looks so good. Mm. We have Kazlink. Yeah, I totally forgot about this one when I read it. All right, it's on the end of the... I just dropped it onto the end. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think there's much else to be saying about that. Moving on. Uh, ooh, another one that uh, <laughs> puts EA on everybody's Christmas list. Uh, oh, Australia God. has launched an investigation into loot boxes and gambling. Yep. So they're following several EU countries. Pretty much, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the way this is going, loot boxes are just going to end up getting wiped out. I'm not entirely <laughs> disappointed from it. Well, not. here's the thing: if it's a free-to-play game, that I'm fine with it. Then yes, yes. It's the loot boxes on premium games that, if they go away tomorrow, I would not care one bit. Mm-hmm. Although lately, people have just been like renaming them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, it's not a loot box; it's a uh, special crate or whatever. Bullshit. It's a resupply crate. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I don't know what kind of weird names that they come up with, but it's all the same nonetheless. Exactly. I don't believe there's much else to be said about this cuz of right now it's they're looking into it and there's not much else they've said about it. So yeah. Uh moving on. Sony is the reason Fallout 76 won't feature cross-platform play according to Bethesda. <laughs> I don't believe this is shocking to anybody. I love how everyone is putting so much pressure on Sony all at once mm. with this. Yeah. Especially the Microsoft Nintendo joke against I, Sony. I can't that was great. get over that. That was amazing. That was great. That was so good. I don't believe there's much else to be said about this. Not really. It's all just right. funny. <laughs> uh, thousands of Fortnite cheaters get hit with malware. Good. This brings no tears to my eyes. Nope. That's what you get for cheating. That's it. Uh, yeah. Don't believe there's, you know, that's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> it is. Same thing, I would imagine the same thing happens with uh, people that pirate the game as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, some good news out of Australia. Uh, Australia has lifted the ban on We Happy Few following a successful ratings appeal. Excellent. Uh, so Australia originally refused uh, We Happy Few a rating back in May, saying the game was effectively a breach of the country's strict rules on uh, the depiction of drug misuse and addiction. The board took issue with the game's uh, treatment of Joy, a drug that used to control the population within the fictional island city of Wellington Wells. Yep. Uh, downers, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hold on a second. This, yada, yada, which the Australian classification board saw as an incentive or reward for drug use, therefore exceeding the boundaries for relatively new R18 plus classification. Then what's the point of having it? I know, right? <laughs> They're so picky. I know. The developer Compulsion Games fought back against these allegations, saying that the whole point of the game is to reject this programming and fight back against the mandated drugs, reminiscent of, uh, ooh, how do you even pronounce that? Aldous Huxley. Uh, I knew Huxley. Aldous Huxley's Brave New World, or uh, Terry Gillum's uh, Brazil, thanks to its overreaching social commentary. Luckily, it seems that the board agreed with the three-member panel. Classification board has unanimously determined that the computer game We Happy Few is classified R18+. Uh, This decision does not require compulsion games to modify any of the content, but will warn consumers of its fantasy violence and interactive drug use, according to the final report. 
That's fair. That's good. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, yeah it's about time they've let one throw. Mm, I, I know. know right? uh, Australia is very strict when it comes to rating They are. Games. But the whole R18 Plus, why has it been so fussy to release these games when the rating was there for that reason? I, know, I right? do not know. Uh... Nobody knows. All right, moving on. Uh, GameStop in talks for potential buyout. Oh, no. <laughs> this is not good news. Uh, the game retailer GameStop confirmed on June 19th that it is in talks with third parties regarding a potential transaction, but noted that it does not guarantee any agreement will result from the talks. We'll uh, see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, this isn't good because Game got bought out over here after buying GameStation and going into administration because they're greedy. Yeah. And now a lot of their shit is way expensive. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there's not much else said in this article, so at this point in time, it's in talks, um, and nothing else has come from it. Uh, t- uh, in an interview, Todd Howard has stated that if you want us to stop releasing Skyrim reports, stop buying them. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Did he really come out with that? <laughs> Uh, see, Todd Howard says millions of people every month still play Skyrim, and that's why Bethesda will keep releasing it. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, you know why people buy it? Because it has mods. It also probably, it, it, PCs are new enough nowadays that all PCs, even low-range PCs, can run Skyrim. Yeah. Dude, my old PC can run the original Skyrim. My old laptop can run Skyrim on full settings, fine. Yeah. The rest of this article goes on about how it's currently become a joke for, you know, uh, oh, Skyrim sure it's ports. It's a meme at this point. It is straight up just a meme at this point. <laughs> I yeah, still love that. The thing is, the people buy the PC versions because they are so highly moddable, especially yeah. the original. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. It is. Definitely. Uh, not much to be said about that. Uh, moving on, Germany bans the pre-purchase of items with a vague release date. Now, I really like this. This is good. Uh, video games and technology usually announced uh, well in advance of a cemented release date, often hitting online stores with a pre-purchase option despite customers not knowing when they will receive them. German courts have now ruled that paying customers are entitled to know when they will be receiving their product, effectively banning pre-orders unless a release date has been confirmed. Yeah, I really like this. This is I so don't, good. I don't know how this relates to, a, uh, like, say, a concrete release date of December 31st you know of this yeah, year yeah. and then they delay it to december 31st of the next year. i don't know how they'll treat that <laughs> they'll treat know. it as a vague release date i think, they I think will, it probably yeah. i think it should count mm-hmm. as that um the case originates from an august 2016 when samsung customers repeatedly asked for the availability of the galaxy s6 only been told that the art that it is coming soon according to german uh publication oof oh, i don't do you want to take a chance at that uh ace Heiss, Heiss, maybe, I don't know. Uh, judges ruled that the sellers did not provide this information were in breach of the customer's legal right to know when having a uh, knock-on effective this year. Uh, Dusseldorf Consumer Group alerted the Higher Regional Court of Munich to the current state of pre-orders with the investigation coming to an end in May 2018. The court decided to ban all purchases backed by vague release dates with the Dusseldorf Consumer CEO Wolfgang Ooh, that's an interesting last name. I love Wolfgang, though. That is a nice Wolfgang name. Wolfgang is a nice name. Uh, that's actually a common one for Germans. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Schuldensky? 
I, it's something, some, yeah, something, like something like that. Uh, stating that if consumers order a product on the internet, the sellers have to specify when the goods will be delivered. Uh, it goes on, you know, yada yada. But you get the idea. I really like this. This is really good. I More places need to do this. Very much so. I very much would hope that something like this would come to the U.S. I want it to. That'd be great. Yeah, it I, can I think... be a good thing, but at the same time, it could be a bad thing if, uh, you know, last minute they discovered some game-breaking bug that they wanted to patch. Again, I. <sighs> I don't know the specifics and the instances of it. I think it, the language They'll would have to be... They'll be very strict on it. It's German. Yeah, it's Germany. So I don't know the specifics of it, the details of it. Like, again, I don't know how they would do... Let's say if a, if a legitimate game is... To, like, Crackdown 3. Let's just take that example. It's a fresh one. It's been delayed how many times over the last three years? Oh, God. Too so many. <laughs> would they treat that as a vague release date? Even though yeah. they Probably. keep delaying it? And, the, and furthermore, I think a lot of this is alleviated by not pre-ordering an item. Yeah. Again, it, well, it, I think a lot, know, of, it comes a lot of people consumers. pre-order, mm. and and they wonder why they keep shipping broken games at launch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the, the something like a uh, the exact uh, language of a bill like this would have to be hashed out to allow for exceptions in like cases of a game getting delayed just through normal means. And I don't know what those specifics would be. Maybe they'll have like a uh, thing where a game can only be delayed so many times. It's, again, it goes back to our conversation earlier. As far as I'm concerned, you shouldn't be announcing a game before it's ready. Exactly. You mean kind of like Minecraft's newest uh, release? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Anything else either you two have on that? Not really. All right, so moving on. Square Enix issues an apology for underestimating Octopath Traveler's demand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I heard about this. If there's anything for a publisher to have to apologize for, I think this is probably the best case scenario. It is. <laughs> uh, Square Enix didn't even uh, know what it had with Octopath Traveler the day after uh, it released the throwback RPG. Uh, Square, you know, yada, yada. It was uh, apologized on Twitter for not making enough physical copies to satisfy demands. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty much out of out of stock everywhere you look, mm -hmm. uh, and they're trying to make as more as fast as possible. Uh, again, for some a company to have to apologize for a mistake they've made, this is probably best case this scenario. The At least they have the balls to apologize. Mm. It's true. So yeah, uh, they're definitely making more, and I have no idea when they're going to become available, but they're definitely coming out with more. Yeah, uh, it's a good problem to have that. Oh no, our game is sold out. We need to make more. I know, right? To know everyone in the chat, even if you pre-order, you've not got a guarantee that there will be enough copies at launch. It's true, yeah, because with, uh, with even the pre-orders, like if there are more pre-orders than there are physical copies at the store, it's first come, first serve. Point so in question there, the Majora's order. Mask 3DS. Yeah. <laughs> they had to make three extra batches of those for Europe and two extra batches for the US. Because of demand. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Uh, Konami, let me try that again. Konami <laughs> shuts down a fan remake of the PT horror game. I heard about this, and it's actually not as bad as the title would lead you to believe, though, because I believe they offered the person behind it a job at Konami, yes. actually making games for them, because it was so good. It was so faithful to the original. Like it was almost like scene for scene recreation. They're offering him an internship. An internship. Okay. Mm. Do you really want to go to work for Konami, though? Not I was really, literally no. about to say that. <laughs> Not really, but, you know. I mean, but at this when point... when you think about it, 
it is experience in that industry. I like the idea. I don't like the company, but you know. Honestly, at this point, I think it would be better to go to work for EA. Yeah. But uh, I do like the idea of a uh, of a publisher like shutting down a fan project, but then taking the person on board to make like an official thing. Like that would that is a cool idea. I do like that. But yeah, they've Konami's actually like... kind of pulled a Sager on that regard. Yeah, Konami is a hot mess and will remain as such probably forever at this point. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh... Sager, on the other hand, actually brought someone in who made fan games and left the fan games up. Yeah. Definitely. We need more companies like that. I know. There's uh, a duplicate news item. Uh, and then, uh, all right, next up, No Man's Sky's uh, next update. Uh, full details have been revealed. Uh, it's got a lot in it as to how much of a they're going to live up to is still to be seen. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's so finally getting multiplayer. Multiplayer, character customization, third-person viewpoint, which I don't know why anybody asked for that. I don't know. Um. Updated visuals. There is ulti- unlimited base building, extended base building, uh, freighter fleets, which is interesting. You now command a fleet of giant ships. Details on this are a little hazy, but with Hello saying that you can send your fleet out into the universe or deploy them as you see, explore a specific system. Yeah, yeah, okay, that sounds interesting. Mm. Uh, and then there's going to be multiplayer missions. Uh, it is coming out this Tuesday, the 24th. Are they going to tone down the fucking robots? <laughs> Jesus yes, Christ. Yes, those, those things are so annoying. Like, I understood the concept behind them. and It was fine the first time. <laughs> yeah. Every time after that, I was not a fan. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, the, the key, though, is that, okay, you don't want to affect the... Uh, the, uh, the, the planet too much. The ecology of the planet but too much. But they were on you for doing everything. They were on you. You could you could grab one vein of say I don't even remember what some of the stuff you like iron, iron iron I don't even know what what you could start grabbing it. You grab it and you would take like a little chunk out of the side of a hill and they would be on you like immediately and it's like hmm eh. I know it was <laughs> uh, it was so irritating. So Those are you going irritating. to try this again? Yes. I am going to I'm debating as to what length of time it'll give give me. Um I would I'm guaranteeing at least 1 hour. Uh I'm going to try for 2. At any point if I got to put the controller down and and like lay back on my bed and stretch, that's probably a bad sign. Yeah, I'll probably watch you when you do this cuz I'm curious but still highly skeptical. Yeah, I'm debating whether or not I should pick up where my other save was or if I should start a new save. Might as well just start new I'm at this point. I'm debating that cuz at yeah. the same time it's like even though I've got a really good ship in my current save, do I really care that much? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to wait and see. This Tuesday it's coming up real soon. Uh, and then there's the last tab is the one that Kaz added in not too long ago. So, uh, Kaz, you want to take this one? Uh, let me get the link back up. My Firefox was making a racket. Yeah, some of you may have heard of this one, but Two Point Hospital will be launching next month. And a new trailer came out for it. Very nice. This is literally a remake of uh, Bullfrog's Theme Hospital. If anyone's old enough to actually remember that game. I do, I do remember that one. Yeah, I had their other game, Theme Park World. So yeah, I'm interested in this, but I'm probably going to wait till it's on a sale. Mm. 
It will cost in pounds twenty four ninety nine. Though pre ordering will bring it to twenty two forty nine, and it'll release on the thirtieth of August apparently. Nice. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to this because I love theme park world. I love those style of games as well. Yeah. Bullfrog just hit the nail on the head back then. Yep. Alright, I don't believe there's much else for news. Don't think oh, so now. Yeah, couple of things to mention. Right. If you're a Spyro fan and you want the, to check out the remaster, two levels from Spyro 2 have now been shown. Yes, I've watched them. Oh my god, this game looks so good. Idol Springs and Colossus, Colossus have both yeah. now been shown in full. I have watched both of those on YouTube and oh my god, I'm so hyped for Spyro. This game looks beautiful. The lighting's a bit too moody on Colossus for my liking. I thought it was alright. Inside it was too moody. Yeah. Plus but, the uh, uh, dudes don't sing like they used to and it sucks. That does suck. I do miss the original uh, voice recordings for the singing, but oh well. What can you do? Yeah, I think the same thing has happened for Valkyria Chronicles 4. I think they've released more footage for that in English, and I've avoided it because I just want to play it when it comes out. That's fair. I wanted to see Spyro 2 to see if it was worth pre-ordering or buying to begin with this game because Spyro 2 is my favorite out of the three. Yeah, I like Spyro 3 the best, but Spyro 2 is definitely really good as well. Yeah, um, if you want to see these levels and... Get other news about Spyro Reignited. Search Jordan Fringe on YouTube. He has everything. Yeah, he's very up to date with the news on Spyro. And also uh, is liked by Toys for Bob themselves. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, definitely. Uh, do we have anything else for news? Don't think so. Uh, Minecraft Java Edition 1.13 came out. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's broken. <laughs> Update Aquatica, the one that changes the oceans completely. Yeah, it's uh, it needs a couple patches. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh the performance of it has got is really bad, and that's on my laptop. The performance is atrocious, and the music just like randomly bugs out every once in a while. It's not even every once in a while. If they've got music playing and you jump into the water, it stops. Yeah. It's a bit of a problem. Also, you turn round in a lit up cave, you get massive frame lags to where it judders as you turn it around. Mm-hmm. And then when you're flying to fill a map in, or even running on the ground, it will keep sort of. This was on a realm server, so I don't know if it's single player. It will suddenly stop and throw you back a couple of squares constantly. Yeah. Normally, you'll four points on a map. You'll just stop dead for half a second and then carry on as it loads chunks in. Mm-hmm. This new one, this new version, every ten blocks or so, you will just shudder and get jumped back a couple of squares. And I know for a fact you are getting shot backwards because I had the F3 menu up with my coordinates on. So yeah, they've got a few things to work out. Sounds I'll wonderful. S- yeah, the swimming is extremely loud as well, I've noticed, compared to other ambient noise. I didn't stay on it long for those issues. Because it's... You know how annoying, juddery gameplay is. Oh yeah, definitely. So yeah, I really hope they bring a hotfix out to that, because I've been looking forward to this update all year. I have as well. The thing is, they were supposed to combine 1.13 and 1.14 into one patch, 
1.13 was originally just going to be optimizations, which are supposedly in with this. I'm not seeing them. <laughs> I'm seeing it wor running worse than ever. So yeah, that's uh, saying something. In fact, it's running worse than with Pixelmon. Always helpful. Mm. Yeah. I uh, is there anything else for that? Uh, I don't think so. Not really. All right, like I said, for the vast majority of it, it's mostly just flash news. Yeah. Nothing big going on in the summer. We're about a month out from Gamescom, a little over a month out till Gamescom. So a lot of what would normally be news is being held off for that. I'm expecting Spyro 3 to be shown now at Gamescom because they've released Spyro 2 already. I hope so, yeah. I can't wait to see Spyro 3. Yeah, we'll I'm, have no, to wait I'm expecting it now. Mm-hmm. Again, like I said, we'll have to wait and see what yep. uh, what is going to be shown. I don't believe there's much else for uh, news. Should we uh, now talk about the excuses? <laughs> sure. I don't know if we should make this its own segment or not. But uh, So what is your excuse this week for not having a review? I already said as long as the AC is plugged in, then the PS4 can't be on, according to Mom. And uh, it has been like, you know... 92 to 97 this entire past week with high humidity so the ac was not coming off for any length of time until you okay. found out that it was okay fuck that for a game of soldiers <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, that was up until the point in time where you found out that the ac was actually draining into the house oh yeah <laughs> there's that too Oh god, what happened? It's uh it's just slightly misaligned. It needs to be tilted back a bit more, but yeah, we found it was actually leaking inside the window. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. So Kaz, what is your excuse this week? I've not been well. She hasn't, I can verify that. <laughs> I've had headache after headache after headache, and the other day I could not even look up straight with the headache. That definitely sucks. That would definitely prevent you from playing yeah. games. And it's not my new glasses either, because... Oh yeah, that's a side note I forgot. Oh yeah. <laughs> I got new glasses the other week. I had them a week. They was sliding on my nose a bit, so I went to get them adjusted. The heat gun at Specsavers cracked the lenses inside. <laughs> nice. I put them back on thinking, oh, they're just a bit cloudy. They're probably just dirty. You know, because they've been putting their hands on them. When we were going down to Asda, unfortunately, Specsavers was shut at this point because we went right at the end of the day. On the way to Asda, I thought, I can see cracks and light coming through these, you know, when they were dark. Yeah. So I pulled them off, held them into the light, and I literally could see Spiderweb cracking through both lenses. That's wonderful. Brand new pair of glasses. Always I helpful. Will, I will get them back this Sunday. Yeah. Um... My glasses don't have cracks in them, but there's this one spot on the uh, lower left side where there's actually, like, the film, the lens film itself on the outside, you can see is chipping off. Mm. What? Can you see that? Coating, you mean? Yeah, the coating on the outside. Have you got reactions oh, on yours? yeah, I see that. And it's like, I, I can't really see it when I'm wearing them, but when you take them off and look at them, it's very obvious. Yeah, I can see that in the light. Has <laughs> yours got reactions coating on them? I don't know what it is. It's uh, Do they go dark in no. sunlight? No, no they they're not don't. reactions. It's probably anti-glare. That's what I'd imagine it is. See, mine has both. So something during the heating process didn't agree, and the different components of the lens have cooled at different times is what I'm gathering. 
The pair I'm wearing now are scratched to death, but the thing is I can't see the scratches when I'm wearing them. Mm. That's the difference. Yeah, when I'm wearing mine, I can't see that little the, the mark down here in this corner, even though I know it's there. I can't see it when I'm wearing them. So yeah, I, I, they, these have got really big surface scratches on the left lens especially, but it's not noticeable even when they go dark. That's how I know they knackered the lenses on the new ones. Mm. That definitely sucks. Yeah, and if they dare try to charge me for them, I am going to flip my shit. As you probably should. Considering they broke them. Mm, definitely. Uh, as for myself, I really don't have any excuses. I just haven't gotten around to it. I think it's pretty much just my fault at this point. Um, I think I don't think any of us have been failing it for the last couple yeah, of weeks. You know, it might just be that summer thing again. I I, I have my air conditioner in my room, so it's never an issue. Uh, I've been playing Factorio. I've been playing. I've been I've been experimenting with a uh, a bot based, uh, you know, based factory, whatever you want to call it. Interesting. It's definitely. I can now that I there's a debate in the Factorio community as to uh, how quote-unquote cheaty a bot-based system is and now that i've actually officially am doing one for the first time i can definitely see why they would say that uh with a belt base you're limited to where you know you got to space everything out so that you have space for the belts and inserters to go in and out of everything with a bot-based system you can cram a lot of stuff into a very small corner and it's like hmm, okay i could kind of see why why people would say that now other than it has also reinforced how much I hate using solar. <laughs> solar power is just kind of annoying. It is. Because the panels the panels and the accumulators just take up real estate. And mm -hmm. I mean like a metric shitload of real estate. Now I'm off on this kind of like a peninsula type island sort of thing where there's only two different spots where I can get back off onto the mainland and go further. But still it's like two thirds of my island are now solar panels and accumulators. And it's just like kind of irritating mm. at least they don't have to be defended or I, I don't have to get well i have a mod for squeak through so i can walk in between them all but still it's kind of annoying when i have to get to the other side of them but yeah uh but again i've put nino kuni 2 back in and i've done about two hours maybe earlier this morning and it, it's just grinding and i i hate the older i get the more i hate grinding yep yeah the older i get the harder i'm finding it to actually get really into games you know, I really do like Nino Kuni too, though. It is such a nice game. It is game. a good game, yeah. It, it, I love the mechanic of uh, the kingdom building. It's that so much fun. fun. And again, that goes back to it's kind of like a quasi-strategy type thing that you're doing with the kingdom building thing with like how much I like like Factorio or SimCity or something like that or Rise of Industries, another one I've played. It's stuff like that. I love those types of uh, city building games. Like City Skylines is another one that I'm just... I love doing that, and it's just, I think it's not quite that in-depth, but it reminds me of that. It might be a uh -huh. reason why I like it so much. But yeah, it's just a charming game. It is. Just, I've hit that point in the campaign where everything has just stepped itself up, way up, uh -huh. and it's like all of a sudden, I, I believe I was like, what was I, I was like 37, 38, and all of a sudden I'm entering an area, and all of a sudden there's 40, 41, 42 level air monsters all over the place, and it's like, right. Right, I'll come back later. <laughs> <laughs> at this point in time I'm debating whether or not I should just show up to that area and just like save often and blitz just it. <laughs> and not so much blitz it but just grind those higher level monsters and just you could do that yeah I don't if know if you what can would do it without dying you're fine yeah that's the thing the, uh, or using reason... all your health he health yeah. potions it's the other it's thing because uh, that's one reason for Nino Kuni 2 that I like using the uh, the what's his face the little kid the what's his name I forget his name it's been that long it's been that long the, Munchkin uh, yeah, Munchkin, the Blonde little kid, hair. the prince, yes. the, you know, the king. 
Yeah. Yeah, I like using him because he has ranged magic attacks, so I can just, like, hop around the perimeter of the uh, thing while locked onto something and just kill it at a distance, so I don't have to waste uh, health. In short, using my favorite strategy. Pretty much, yeah. Ranged magic has got to be my favorite strategy on Skyrim. Yeah. I love using Super Dude with his sword. It's really oh, good yeah, damage. Oh, yeah, yeah, the pirate guy. Not the pirate guy, oh, the, not uh, the pirate, uh... Roland? Roland, yes. Oh, okay. In another world with a politician. <laughs> In another world with a politician. <laughs> That's his new name. <laughs> I know. I love it. It's so funny. <laughs> And that's another reason why I want to get back to it, because I want to see how that story shakes out. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. So I am definitely interested, and I definitely want to finish it, and I definitely have to before the fall season kicks in. Because yes. as soon as Valkyria Chronicles 4 drops, and I believe the beginning of October, or maybe it's the end of August, September, whatever, what, it's September, I believe. Mm. Uh, end of September, That from that point on, it's just release after release after release and i'm playing valkyria chronicles 4 that is going to happen as to what else we're going to be able to get to is a matter of what we can get our hands on Mm -hmm. uh through gamefly and then uh, i'm definitely going to be playing spyro as well as soon as that comes out there's no question about that Mm. so yeah for right now this week we don't have a review though we went over a lot of flash news uh we bullshitted around which is let's be honest that's our specialty (laughs) i know that's true that's just standard Mm. And so uh, hopefully next show we might be able to get – I might get, get into grinding enough on Nina Kuni that I can – I don't know if – I honestly don't know how many hours I have left in that game. I'm on to my last kingdom before the final one. Okay. The final one being uh, – was it Ding Dong Dell that did Ding the – Ding Dong Dell. Yeah, that, they, they, that the original king, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's Ding Dong Dell. Uh, it, it, that the got the taken over by, by the rat guy. Yeah. And uh, – I got one more before I go back there, and you know that one's going to be a difficult one. Oh, so yeah. I got maybe two, maybe three acts left, and there's a lot of side content. Well, I mean, you ridiculous. can always start grinding on those dragons back in the field that yeah, we saw yeah. that yeah, were yeah, level the 50. 50s, yeah. I'm, having, I'm looking at level 40s, and you're like, oh, yeah, go grind on a level 50. <laughs> I'm sure that'll go swimmingly. That will go great. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, I, I just got to get back in there and get going again. I don't know how many more hours left, if I can finish it in the next time or not. I would highly doubt it. It's bugging me now. I can't remember the kid's name. I know, right? Evan? Yes, King Evan. That's, that's it. That's it, Evan. That's it. Uh, Evan and Roland. Evan and Roland, that's it. Mm. In another one with a politician. <laughs> Definitely. It's just such a charming game. I really it do is. like I it. I do like it. I do like it a lot. Too. It's just with me, I don't know. I'm getting I, I'm less tolerant of grinding than I ever have been in the mm-hmm. past, which is weird because years ago I'd sit down and I'd spend well, I'd spend 150, 200 hours on Persona 3 just grinding. I know. And well, that's the reason why I like nowadays a lot of RPGs have the uh, the easy option just for the sake of skipping a lot of the grinding. Like you can still do it, but you get through it a lot faster. Mm, yeah. And that's why I like because I want to I want to hear the story. I don't want to sit there and just be smacking monsters for. Hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours on end. Is it yeah. the magic kid that's called Evan? Yes. I believe so, yeah. That, that is taken off Maple's story. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, King Evan is one of the protagonists. That is t- taken off Maple's story for sure, because one of the magic classes is called Evan. Oh, that's great. He's, <laughs> he's a dragon master. He's the descendant of a dragon master. Evan, I believe, has like Evan cat has, ears. Yeah, he has, a, uh, he has cat ears, but he... 
was and promised a, a dragon, but he actually got this little pipsqueak thing, which is hilarious. Guaranteed, there's going to be some sort of Deus Ex Machina thing at oh, the I'm end sure. where I'm all sure of a sudden gonna it's going to suddenly evolve. super evolve and go into like yeah, super Saiyan four mode in and the chat. yeah. So Evan does have a dragon, but it's super tiny. And wow, he's blonde as well. Yeah, that looks actually that a lot. Very, that is the maple story, Evan. Yeah, that's wow. very similar. That actually looks a lot like him. <laughs> Evan in, in yeah, that's the basic form of Afria. Yeah, but... he's like bright yellow. Mm. But still, it's like it's blonde and it's got a little munchkin dragon. Yeah, that's actually kind of creepy. That is the basic form of the dragon. He does evolve on the game as you level up and do the quests. I'm sure Nino Kuni's Evan is going to as well. Definitely. he's so tiny and like, we were promised this grand beast and it's on this little tiny thing comes out. Well, the one thing that they were told that they 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 wedged an interesting story plot in there that I do remember is that they the 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 after he did the trial, this thing he was talking to said that the power of your uh what are they called that these dragon things are called? Yeah, it's a king something. If yeah, you look at the uh, chat now, you can see the fully evolved form mm. in game. Uh. He he threw this line in about how your uh, the 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 kingmaker the the, the 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 more the bigger your kingdom the more powerful your kingmaker becomes. I want to know what happens when he's making all these alliances with all these other kingdoms around, Mm -hmm. and I want I'm willing to bet that it's something to do with the fact that since he's going to be uniting all these lands, that it's going to make his kingmaker's going to represent that. Oh yeah, and I think that's what's going to end up happening. I'd be willing to bet. I can see that. Not knowing what actually happens, but I could see that sort of thing. I can see that happening. Yeah, because right now he's just got like a little togepi looking thing. It's I just noticed gonna... something, you two. What's that? I was muttering about Skyrim, and one of the people in this Discord server is playing Skyrim. That's awesome. Awesome. Oh, Rampant AI. Oh, nice. Yeah. Ooh, Rox is playing Dark Souls 3. I hit Fru. Hmm. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> I do believe that's enough with excuses. So, yeah, yeah. there's no review this week, uh, and hopefully next week we'll have something. Hopefully. It's always uh, helpful. That's way again. That's what I've always said, though, is the downside with versus like anime or manga or something of the effect thereof is that video games require a lot more time, and they are very time sensitive as well. Yeah, okay, by comparison. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's unfortunate, but uh, especially when you're playing RPGs, those always take forever. Oh God, yes, forever. Even on easy mode, Persona, like how many hours do we pour into that? Yeah, I know. My God, definitely. I do believe that is all we have uh, for that. And now we are on off to the final thoughts. Mm. Alrighty then. It's now time for some final thoughts. Do you have any? None particularly. <laughs> you look like you were staring off into space there for a minute. Kind of. <laughs> I think that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Cassie, uh, you're still conscious over there. Uh, Somewhat. Somewhat. <laughs> All right. Um, are we gonna be watching anything after this, or what's the story? Uh, we could do. Yeah. I don't know what time Dad's gonna be back. Yeah, I know. Uh, we are we currently rewatching uh, Kill La Kill. Oh, I love that in show English. So it is much. such a good show. It is really good. I'm waiting for the new Dragon Ball Super movie now, just to see if Toriyama screws mm. it or not. Mm. Have you actually heard about that one? No, you I know of Dragon Ball Brawley? Super. Yes. He is becoming canon. Nice. Toriyama is rewriting him and 
done a redesign which got revealed earlier today. Okay. So yeah, I'm. This move is going into the origins of the Saiyans, and Broly is coming back as a canon character. I'm interested to see how he does this without going too much onto the fangirl scene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll have to wait and see for that. And uh, uh, actually, it's interesting too because uh, speaking of Kill a Kill. Uh, Studio Trigger is now on Patreon. Yeah, that is weird. That is weird and interesting. I'm very intrigued by this move. They're up to like $8,800 a month. Yeah, so they are the original studio behind Kill Kill as well as many other anime series. Yeah, uh, and, like the other one I was going to talk about, Darling in the Franks. Darling in the Franks, yeah. But uh, yeah, that is fascinating. I've never seen like a fully recognized anime studio on Patreon before. Mm. Uh, an interesting uh, way to go about it. So yeah. we'll have to see how that shakes out as well. That's going to be interesting. Mm. See if anybody else uh, uh, follows that lead or not. Because I, <laughs> I read over, I briefly read over the perks, and I think a lot of it is just access to certain artists' drawing and what. Yeah, have you. So, it's, uh, basically what they have up right now is that you can watch uh, some of their official artists and animators actually doing like art and animations. And then, uh, depending on, it was a $1 tier gets you the high-res images after the fact, and then the $5 tier gets you yeah. the uh, actual layered, you know, full, like, Photoshop files. Yes, uh, so it's not like they're trying to fan uh, crowdfund a, an anime series with this. No, they're, they're not. Just, uh, it's just, like, an, an art thing off to the side. So it's an interesting aspect, and it it's is. stuff that they're doing already. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I think it's an interesting experiment. It's really uh, experiment. cool. I, I am interested yes. in this. Yeah. I'm going to see if they put up any more tiers, you know, later on. As yeah, definitely. On. Uh, speaking of Studio Trigger, though, the other one that I finally gotten around to after uh, the, the broadcast dub is now finally finished, I finally got around and I've watched the first four episodes of Darling in the Franks. I heard and, you laughing your ass uh, off this morning. <laughs> it's so funny. First four episodes is amazing. <laughs> I am really liking this so far. I wouldn't pull the trigger yet and have you watch it yet because, again, what we've been cautious of this entire time is the internet had an emotional breakdown around, I think it was episode 13 or 14. Mm -hmm. uh, something happens with the love triangle between the, uh, the two main girls and the main guy, and... Uh, the internet disproved of it and was <laughs> pissy about it. Yeah. And if it's the way that I consciously remember the theory going uh, or how what they probably the internet had a problem with, as it stands right now, four episodes in, I'd be okay with it if that's the way it actually rolled out. Okay. Uh, I will see it with my own eyes, though. Yeah. Uh, so that's problem one. Best thing to do. Uh, problem two is around, I believe, episode 18 or 19 or so is when it jumps the shark and it takes a hard left turn and weird things start happening. Uh, it, it it's kind of like a rush to the end of uh. I've heard the that. I've heard the it goes weird. Um, I think the problem, the way it stands right now, like total armchair quarterback analysis, the way it sits, is that for the problem in the early teens is that the internet had their own little fan fiction headcanon as to oh, what yeah. was supposed to happen. <laughs> And that didn't happen, and they cried about it because what happened in their head didn't actually happen in the show, which mm. how many times have you heard me say that? I know. People don't react to what is actually happening, but what didn't happen versus what happened in their head. And it's like, how could you fairly judge anything based on that? I know. Uh, and then at the end of the thing is actually a studio trigger issue is that I've always said this before, but the project should take as long as it needs to take. Yes. If 
if the show needed another season to go to, say, 36 episodes, then it should have gone to 36 episodes to tell the story that they obviously wanted to tell Mm -hmm. instead of just cramming it all in just to hit 24 episodes because that's the way they usually are. Yeah. If if a show can do its story in 15 episodes, great. Mm -hmm. Don't crush it down or expand it out just for fluff's sake or just for crushing it down. The crushing it down is actually, honestly, I think worse. Worse. Definitely it is worse. Uh, And I think my armchair analysis of it is that's what's going on. It's like they added a whole other seasons thing in the last three or four episodes. All right. And that is my guess as it stands right now. However, after four episodes hilarious <laughs> i love zero two she is great and the old scientist guy is great too <laughs> i love both of them so far i heard you laughing hysterically oh, through the wall this morning it's <laughs> so good i love them both it's so good um uh the main character guy we'll see he just got to a point where he, okay here's the thing he just got to the point where he's like okay i'm gonna go with it now if they roll him back and he starts questioning himself again, that's when I'm going to get pissed about him. We'll see, though. And the other main girl there, uh, her codename is 015. I forget what her name is. Is it Ichigo? I think it's Ichigo. Uh, she's a raging bitch. <laughs> and uh, I kind of don't care for her at all. I normally don't like those types of characters. Yeah. Oh, look at look, Vic Monaga in the... In the, in the, in the <laughs> Bitchigo. <laughs> Bitchigo. Yeah, there you go. Maybe it's not just me. <laughs> Rainbow guy just types above that. He'll probably be amused. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Cas go to bed. <laughs> that is what I heard from him because I'm not out of it. Cas just just go to bed. It's oh fine. my god! Wait, it's not that. It's that's an actual darling in the Franks hashtag is hashtag bitchy go. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Damn. So she doesn't get any better then. Wonderful. Wow. That is, uh, I after four episodes, I already found her incessant nagging to be quite uh, irritating. So mm. yeah, that's gonna be something to look forward to. <laughs> like, get, like, just wait till you get to that episode. Yeah, that's the early teens episode that I'm looking forward to. Um, I'll, I'll see it with my own eyes. I've seen when the internet hypes stuff up before, and then it we watch it, and it's like, okay, what? What's mm-hmm. the big hullabaloo? Okay, so I'll see it eventually. Uh, right now, that Ichigo character, she kind of acts like your mom that cares too much. Okay. No, and then other than that, I'm I'm loving the. You know what? You know, forget VR. I want butt controllers. Seriously, <laughs> that's the best thing ever. That would be great. Mm. So yeah, uh, I don't believe that there is much else that we have. Uh, but here's the question, though: Is it going to jump the shark quite as hard as Kato did? <laughs> One can hope not. <laughs> that would be a feat. <laughs> that is uh, that is Olympic level of shark jumping right there. That Kado, the right answer was such a brilliant series. Up and even when they when they took that turn, I was like, mm, I don't know. It, they just kept it kept flipping, and it's like, whoa, okay, that's a bit too much. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hopefully, it doesn't go that hard. But we'll see. I think I need to cut you off the anime talk. Very much so. Because <laughs> uh, I might so, just fall asleep. Yep, very good. F- uh, final thoughts then. Kaz, do you have any final thoughts? Bad. Bad. <laughs> Dark God, do you have any final thoughts? Food. Food. Uh, I had Max and Cheese before the show, so I am good on the food front, though I... Yeah. Uh, I had Mac and Cheese for lunch earlier, and I'm probably going to have some of the beef and rice after the show ends. Mm, nice. Uh, as for myself, like I said, I'm going to get back to Nino Kuni more so. I just got to get into the grinding thing, and then yep, uh, yep. we'll see how long that takes me. And I don't believe there's much else. Next show is going to be in two weeks. 
I don't believe there's anything else. So until next time, don't choke the chocobo. Bye. Stay up, Bye now. <laughs>